What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. When it comes to your feet, eBay's got your back. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guaranteed, that means real experts are checking your sneakers. Every stitch down to the sole. They even smell them because nothing says fresh like the scent of real kicks. So kick back and relax. From the drop to your doorstep, eBay doesn't play games with your sneaker game. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay Authenticity Guaranteed. Visit ebay.com for terms. The Volume. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. The Cowboys are seven-point favorites against the Packers this weekend, and I'm excited to see how they manage to mess it up. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Jenkins. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Jenkins. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. Or text Hope NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Monday, February 12th, and we apparently don't get PTO at the volume, so here we all are <laughs> talking about the Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl, the game everyone wants to talk about, you know? Uh, that's LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's that, Bubba's? That's Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. Have a good I'm Gardy B, a.k.a. Mike. Motherfucking motherfucking Mike. Mike, motherfucking Mike, a very somber motherfucking Mike. Mo- motherfucking Mike, on a very Mike. serious episode. We're, he's sad, so we just no energy. Motherfucking Mike, some, yeah. I had to right. give him a little extra, right? Know. That's the pat on the back, motherfucking Mike. You know, and, and we're and we're we're produced as always by the lovely and talented Jackson Saffron. Wow. 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 
all right, man, so y'all just want to fucking glaze up my homes for an hour or what y'all? <laughs> oh, now we, now we, now we anti-glaze? Now we're anti-glaze? Uh, which, I, I mean, I, we pro I, did, I, deleted, <laughs> I deleted both group chats like 10 hours ago, dog, but you know, y'all do you, baby. What is he the goat now or where? <laughs> Where we at? Hey man, he, he, hey. On, he on man's heels. Go ahead, Tyler. <laughs> like I said, he, he's already the best I've ever seen, and he just got to run that shit up, run it, you know, run his resume up to be in a go conversation. He for sure added another notch tonight. God damn, bro. Um, no team has ever led the league in drops and won the Super Bowl until tonight. <laughs> like that just shows you they benched you know, Kadarius Tony tonight. Bro, their number one wide receiver, they they bitched him a healthy scratch, a, a DNP. You will not fuck this up for us, right? Like, like that's what, what what they bitched that man for in the Super Bowl. DNP anybody but you. Yeah, yeah, DNP. No sir, not tonight, right? But but it's just, I mean, God, what else can we say, man? It's just, I'm gonna say this, and I want your perspective on it, Mike. Like, I saw how great that defense was playing him. And I saw that San Francisco wasn't cashing out on on getting them off the field. And I was like, bro, you just cannot have Mahomes hanging around like this. He's going to win this motherfucker. And he for sure did. Was that where you were at with this? Or, um, Yeah, man. I mean, we talked about this when it was like, who do, I, who do I want to see in the Super Bowl? And it was like, I think the Ravens are a better football team than the Chiefs. I still think that. I still think the Niners are a better football team than Easily. the Chiefs. Yep, yep. But it's just... All the analytics and all the scheming and all the everything else, man, it's like they got that dude for this decade, and you're just going to have to hope you get a, a cheap one off him, basically, is, is, is what it feels like. So, yeah, man, like I felt like he was going to win the game at the end, and then when we held him to a field goal, then I'm like, okay, we got some life. And then when we kicked a field goal, I mean, I sat back down on the couch. Vinny put his arm around me. You know what I mean? It was like mm -hmm. we got to hold this dude to another field goal. like. They held him to a lot of field goals tonight, <laughs> but it's yeah. like at some point, you know, like, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, on the goat thing, bro, like I, this makes me sick. Cause I don't like Tom Brady. I was cheering my ass off when Tom Brady lost the Super Bowl. Cause I was like, Joe Montana never lost the Super Bowl. Tom right, Brady right. to Eli fucking Manning. <laughs> and now I got to, cause it's fuck Pat Mahomes for me in this present moment. I got to go. You're still not even halfway to Brady, you know, fuck boy. Like that's that's where I have to go to. You don't have to go there, honestly. You really don't. You don't have to do this. You don't you don't have to you don't have to be brothers in arms with Boston sports fans right now, bro. Like like you don't have to be on their side. With I got them, nowhere dog. to run, bro. I got Cowboys fans texting me. We haven't won one in 30 years, but we won more more recently than you. Like I it's like I have nowhere to go, dog. Well, where are you? Where are you with Purdy? Because you know it's no secret I was a skeptic, but he converted me tonight. Um, I do think that he played an incredible game. I think that if he played a better game, of course they win. Um, but I do think that the Niners have their guy. But like I said, I, I think that if he just made a few more throws tonight, they win this running away too. So where are you at with Purdy? I mean, I think there's like a lot of blame to go around, like, I, and, and some goal. of this. Well, I mean, like, I mean, yeah, the, the extra point block. was fucking yeah. brutal. Yeah, I, that blocked extra I point. mean, and, and again, dog, like, all we have to do is not muff a punt and make our extra points. Like, we spotted them eight points and ended up in overtime. Like, you can't do that with fucking Pat Mahomes on the other sideline. You could maybe do that with Joe Flacco. You can't really even do it with Joe Flacco or someone on the other sideline. It's the Super Bowl, you know? So, uh, uh, you know, per I thought Purdy played well. I've been a fan of Purdy all year, man. Like, he was third in the league in touchdowns, passing yard. Like, he's a good quarterback, and he has good players around him. I'll give it to Pat Mahomes 
Tom Brady, even when you say he didn't have receivers around him or whatever, he still had fucking Rob Gronkowski. And Travis Kelsey is no fucking Rob Gronkowski. I don't give a fuck how much the NFL is trying to shove him down our throat. He's not Rob fucking Gronkowski. You know what I mean? So, like, I I give Pat that, like you said, that he just he's the first ever to win a Super Bowl when his team led the league in drops. That's preposterous, bro. Yeah, that's insane. We There's don't have a number of dumb plays today, too. Yeah, like you know we don't. Yeah, like, like, we, like we don't have an analogy for that in team sports, do we? Like Michael Jordan had dudes. I, I mean, I I understand Kelsey's a great player and everything, but he's he's not Kelsey three years ago. Even you know what I mean? Like who's he? He's got Chris Jones. I mean, he has a great defense like, and a great defensive right, coordinator. Like, like it would be the equivalent of an NBA team that like led the league and missed layups or some shit winning the championship right like like the math just does not compute bro and they bench your starting three for the finals because they're like bro <laughs> right. you suck like we're just gonna win or lose with someone else we don't even feel like we have another guy we just don't want to see you on the field in the championship <laughs> that man got bitched because his his vibes were bad <laughs> like, <laughs> i ain't never seen no shit like that dog. so I, yeah like i'm a brock Purdy believer bro and i just think it it's a great example of how the take culture is cannibalizing itself. I had the Kurt Warner underdog story shoved down my fucking throat for 10 years that he was a baggage, you know, he yeah, worked right, in the right. fucking grocery store. He <laughs> prayed to Jesus Christ every night and he gave him a fucking super. Like we had that shit shoved down. And here you have a dude who's the last pick in the fucking draft. And two years later, he's in the Super Bowl. And the whole conversation is, is he a fucking elite quarterback? Why? You know what I mean? Like, that's a great story, bro. We can't just appreciate, like, and then there's, there's the undercurrent of the real story in the NFL, which is you get a quarterback on his first deal when you can afford to put a good team around him. You win a championship or two in the best case scenario, Russell Wilson, you could n- name a ton of guys this happened with. Then the quarterback says, run me my quarter of a billion dollars. You can't afford to put a good team around him anymore, and the team's not good anymore. That's happened to so many fucking quarterbacks, and it's not happening to Mahomes because he's that good. It didn't happen to Brady because he was that good. And again, both of them have great coaches as well. But like, that's part of it with Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is making like the three of us are making more this year than Brock Purdy, bro. Like, he's <laughs> making fucking shit. Like, he's, he, you know what I mean? He's getting paid like the last player taken in the draft so they can afford to put a great team around him. But what people don't like factor into them saying that about him is he's him not making any money this year is what's creating that. You know what I mean? Like he didn't go hold out and say, give me X amount of money. Like he wanted to play this deal out and win. So now they're going to pay him. We'll see how much they pay him. I hope to God he understands how good the players around him are is a big part of whether he's a good quarterback or not. And we'll see, bro. But yeah, that's the. That's the question for me, but I've always been a believer in him, especially at, like, there's probably, you say whatever you want about the dude. Find me production to contract this year, a better value in NFL history than Brock Purdy this year, bro. Like, he was making, he was like $280,000 or something. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> so, it anyway. seemed like the moment wasn't too big for him at all, man. In the moments where he needed to play good, he played good down the stretch, G. He was just going up against Pat Mahomes. Yeah, you feel what I'm that's, saying? That's like a that, great defense. He made good throws. That that play on was it? Was it third down? Was it third or fourth down? Third down. You know what I mean? Where he used his feet, you know, got out the pocket, made a great throw. I'm like, shit, that look that shades of Mahomes a little bit. Obviously, yeah. not Mahomes, but you know what I mean? It was a great, great play that he put the team on his back and got that first down. You know, they just was he was just playing a guy that you just can't put the ball in his hands. 
You feel me? Like yeah, that, that. That's why I never got the game manager shit with him. When I think of a game manager, I think of a dude who's checking down and doing a little five yard dump offs. That ain't Purdy, bro. No. Purdy gonna get out there and sling that motherfucker. He's gonna get out the pocket. He's gonna make plays with his feet. He's gonna throw that bitch thirty yeah. yards deep in double cover. Sometimes not giving a fuck. He is not a game manager, bro. Uh, big night for fans of income inequality. Pat Mahomes already worth almost a billion dollars. Gets a one point two five million dollar bonus. So congratulations to everyone who loves to this see the rich get richer. This, That's fucking this man great. really trying to build a case, dog. Congratulations. He's stacking it up con- over there. Congratulations guys. to the parents of the Chiefs kid that put their kid in black and red face. Congratulations. They're very happy oh, tonight. Come on, come on. Congratulations to all the white people in Las Vegas doing the fucking Chiefs Native American song today in the stadium. They're very congratulations happy. Congratulations to Chiefs of That's you know funny. what I mean? Congrats to Chiefs of Hey, congrats to our guy, Chiefs of you know friend of the pod. Looking toilet yeah. water hoops. You know what I'm saying? Congratulations hopefully to that nigga, a, too. Hopefully, you got an extra applesauce for dessert tonight you know what i'm saying you've earned you it, earned it brother you've earned it he gets a, oh, a celebratory ruggy tuggy you know congrats to travis kelsey who elder abused fucking uh andy reed tonight on the sideline you know congrats, but also man. hey we gotta talk about it though we were talking about bosa where where, where mccaffrey and kittles at on the on the on the Trumper side, bro. McCaff- oh, oh no, Kittle's a good dude. Kittle seems like a good Kittle, dude. I don't think he's a problem. I'm just Kittle, saying, I don't know I feel, their personality. I feel, I, I'm just saying I, I, they, they facial structure. I feel good about Kittle. Was leaning, I, nah. leaning red. I feel good about Kittle. McCaffrey <laughs> okay. to me, I'm never gonna look into McCaffrey because just the structure of his jaw and his bro, cheekbones I, is that, very Kittle unsettling and I was like, to me, dog. He's like a country boy, but I don't know. You feel me? He, I don't know. He could be a Cali boy to hair or whatever. Then they show McCaffrey, and I'm like. Whoa! That nigga look like homie from the boys, nigga. You know what I'm saying? He look like he, he, look, he look like the dad in Invincible, nigga. He look like he was ready to. The eyes gonna turn red, so that you can't trust that. But I'm like, yeah. Uh, he fucking. Know, uh, uh, my my friend is a was a big fan of his. Who was the Panthers and just congratulated me. He sent me a picture of him, and I was like, this motherfucker. A white looks man like being a, the best running back. He looks the, like the, the he looks like the wild, proudest bro. he looks like the proudest boy, bro. You oh, know yeah, what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> not not a follicle on his face, nigga. You know what I'm saying? You know. And I feel like like a historical football Olympic family is not exactly working in his favor either. You yeah. got to think someone who's been like in pro sports that long is not exactly. I just look. Um, I mean, I you know obviously I you know respect everyone's faith, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The like very religious, very evangelically religious white people are the scariest people on the planet to me. They just are. There's just something very unsettling about them to me. My aunt, when I made that comment to her at the time, Mike Singletary was coaching the Niners, and she was like, "Mike Singletary has a pretty big wooden cross that he wears around him all the time." And I was like, "It's very different." It's just very different if it's Mike Singletary versus Christian McCaffrey. White people out there playing with snakes, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Put it out. Oh, bro. Oh, uh-uh. No, nah, they different. They very different. Um, all right. Well, here's where I am on the GOAT debate. Uh, you know, showing a lot of promise still very early in his career. I'm not quite ready to crown the Reese's Caramel Cup that was announced today as a GOAT, but I'm very intrigued by his potential. <laughs> That was that was a big news for me tonight. I'm gonna be at the store at fucking eight a.m. tomorrow morning looking for my <laughs> yearning, yearning for yearning. yearning. <laughs> like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you, but consider this: there's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. 
That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most... 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Every time I buy tickets, it's a weird pick-your-own-adventure experience with a bunch of hidden fees, and I never know what I'm going to expend. 
You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. I'm looking at the Game Time app right now. The Wizards have quite a few home games that I'm interested in coming up. They've got the Phoenix Suns visiting in February. They've got the uh, Celtics coming there a couple weeks after that. Um, you know, Game Time offers last minute ticket deals, zone deals. It's easy to find and buy tickets of every kind of event in your area. You can view all the seats in your venue. I'm very much interested in the Hennessy suites that they have going on at the Wizards um, home arena. So definitely interested in, in, in investigating that a little bit more with this app. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in prices show your total upfront, so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. They're obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last minute seats. And with zone deals, you pick the section and Game Time picks the seats for big time savings. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code JNJ for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code JANDJ for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. How do you feel, Mike? How do you feel, man? Really? Really, bro? It goddamn. I ain't, I ain't trying to rub it in, yeah, but that's yeah. like the worst possible I'm, I'm, loss to take, dog. Bro. And and I, I thought they were I thought they had I thought they were gonna win it twice, and and in the first half they were obviously the better team. I'm like I'm like I, I was talking you you didn't have the group chat. But I'm like if 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 they lose if if Mahomes I should tell, let, me, let, team, me, let me holy yeah. fucking shit you know what I'm yeah. saying because they were a better team and you know what I'm saying both sides of the ball is seen. So. I did block and delete both Jenkins and Jones group chats. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it, bro. Nigga. I did do that in a moment of, we- of uh, it was either strength or Lost weakness. a lot of gold lot in of there, gold, though, brother. Well, hold on. This <laughs> is actually, I was going to send you all a screenshot. Um, so I checked. If I if I go back in iMessages, it has recently deleted, and I already unblocked it. How many text messages would you say are in the the, the main Jenkins and Jones chat with the, the, the three of us that we, <laughs> that we does it Does it give you a date on when it started? No, it just says uh, that I have 30 days to undelete it, and then it says how many total messages are in it. I have Wait, no idea. total messages? Yeah, that's what it says total messages. Bro. Bro. <laughs> trying to let I you know like, what you're losing like... in totality. And this is Not our last number... prop bet. This is our right, last right. prop bet in football season. <laughs> <What? laughs> don't, don't let the moment overtake you. Yeah. <laughs> this is all that you're losing. How many, how many, how many tweets? How many texts? Seven figures? I'm a millions? Say, Not I'm a, millions. I don't think no. it's millions. I'd say 42,000. It's 15,330. 15,000. I think it said 42K. I said 42. 15,000. Well, Tyler's metrics are skewed, bro. Tyler is a metric skewer, and I respect that. Tyler is like my my friend. His example he always uses on uh, median versus mean is that uh, the University of North Carolina has a statistics class where they say, what department at the University of North Carolina do you think on average has the highest earning alumni? And it's history because that's what Michael Jordan majored in and he made $2 billion. You know what I mean? So it's like, right, 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 <laughs> it's not actually right, telling right. you. Tyler, that's Tyler with numbers of digital communications. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the mean is crazy when you got that man and that motherfucker. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a, yeah, he's the a median, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So, so to, to, to let you in, it just like, yeah, it's the, it's the fucking worst, bro. And it's the third time that I've seen that after we were 5-0 and oh in the Super Bowl. And, I, you know, I remember two of them, basically. Like we lose three Super Bowls at very different stages of my life, 
Like, you know, we talked about 2020 when we played the chiefs last time I was like, you know, barfing all over myself with pre COVID or whatever the fuck it was. So like, I barely remember that day, but today it was like, the kids was kind wo- of a blessing, I guess. The Go kids ahead. woke up and put fucking face paint on, bro. Like, mm-hmm. and Char was joking. She was like, "You should have him wear black and red face paint." And put it up. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> they might have some Native American in them. They do. Yeah, I mean, they do. Yeah, but, about, you know, yeah, you know, probably Char, more. Sure. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they did that. Um, that was a few months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, uh, so yeah, I mean, they were they were so fired up, bro. And like, Maya was wearing Vinny's old Patrick Willis jersey. Vinny's wearing my old Jerry rice jersey like we were just all like into it when we muffed the punt i like had a moment of being a like 25 year old watching football with his kids not present and like may have flipped a chair over and slammed a water bottle down super hard on the table and it may have not been maya's favorite thing i've ever done which <laughs> is super sad really bro. a fan nigga damn <laughs> But, but you know we 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 talked it out you know and and, uh, and I, I, it was all good. Daddy's just like, crazy right now. That's all. Yeah, Daddy's and just she not, completely right. lost his mind. It's okay. <laughs> I'll be back in about twenty five minutes, maybe. So it just I mean, probably. I mean, but 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 Mike, there isn't a part of you that's like we're going against Mahomes. There's a very good chance we'll lose this, and it doesn't soften a blow a bit. Because if I was a Niners fan, I'd be like, yeah, Mahomes got us. What the I, fuck I can think- you do? In the last two weeks of basically pretending this Super Bowl was not going to happen, that's what I was telling myself. But because we were playing so well, because the defense was playing so well, and because, like, you know, as a Niner fan, like, I I hate all the narratives and shit, but of course I hear it, and of course I have people text me about it. Like, I'm just like, please don't come out here and throw three pick sixes, and and Mahomes is just, like, muppeting his way down the field the whole game. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) And so when we were in it, and then we were up, it's like, you know, I was texting all my Niners fan friends at halftime, like, we got to score four touchdowns in the second half, bro. Like, this seven-point lead is not fucking shit against that dude. But then we kept holding them to field goals. Mm-hmm. Like, impossibly, we kept holding them to field goals. Started so, off like, with a turnover, you know? Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, yeah, probably, like, in hindsight, I'll feel that way, Tyler. But tonight, it was just like, it just felt like, we could do it. It felt like it was right there. We fucking shit ourselves with the fucking. And, and I would add, by the way, the only people on the team I don't fuck with are the punt returner and the fucking kicker because they fuck. There's the only two dudes that fuck everything up. And that's how fucking football is like your punt returner is going to muff a punt and your kicker is going to get an extra point blocked that he kicked off his fucking ankle. Like oh, Jesus. there's football. There's 53 <laughs> guys and the two guys on your team that you don't trust. Just, yeah. Are gonna, you know what I mean? The like smallest dicks <laughs> are, are very important. You know what I mean? Them nuts wasn't hanging. They bench their they bench their Kadarius Tony. You know what I mean? Right, Our right. Kadarius Tony fucking muffed the punt and, and and had an extra point block. Like so, yeah. I don't know, man. It just it feels like shit. The kids are super sad. I'm super sad. It's just I don't know. <laughs> what y'all told me was like going into the game was like you know Shanahan could fuck this up because he's Shanahan. You know what I mean? And in the big moments, I was like, he's running the fuck out that ball, baby. You know, yeah. he is like, nope, I'm not going to get And he went from that fourth down. And that I was, was a like, great dude's call. dude's got fucking big nuts. Big, heavy, I, I, I said heavy nuts. I was like, them motherfuckers heavy, dragging the motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, bro, the team played good enough to win a Super Bowl. For sure. It was just Pat Mahomes on the other side. 
It's not like y'all got me. They were saying like they didn't. Right. They didn't give it up. They got beat. Yeah, y'all got like y'all got beat by a. We team gave it up. That though, wasn't bro. It. The muff punt for their for their only touchdown in regulation is like that's that's hard to swallow, dog. Like on the next play, you know what I mean? So yes, we for sure. I mean, I'm not, obviously not taking it away from Mahomes, but it is like as a Niners fan, I will remember the fucking muff punt for a very long time. Like mm. you, but you successfully actually shut down a dude who may end up as the greatest playoff killer in the history of the sport, but is like at worst, the third best <laughs> like at 28 years old. And then you just like special teams is like, ah, oh, just get one on the 15 though. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, but I, to your guys point about how good, like, and I, I think I would add by the way, and this was true when Brady was in new England too, like the chiefs defense is not getting nearly enough credit. Like Chris, you, you can make an argument. Chris Jones is the best player on the field for either team. Like, I mean, he's, he's single-handedly spoiled two must-converts for the 49ers. Like, Steve Spagnuolo is now, I believe, the offensive or defensive coordinator with the most Super Bowl wins ever, the, the Chiefs defensive coordinator. Like, I mean, we're a hard offense to stop, bro, and they kept us out of the end zone. People don't really keep the Niners out of the end zone. We kicked five field goals tonight, I believe. Like, mm-hmm. so, I, you know, I, I, I just, I, I have a lot of respect for him. But it, it the Mahomes thing created the situation at the end where like, you know, they're sitting in a soft shell, hoping that the defense, hoping that they can give the defensive line enough time to get to Mahomes. They don't get to Mahomes in time. Mm-hmm. So then they blitz and Romo's like, Oh, you can't just send people at Mahomes. He's going to see the blitz and, and complete the pass, which he did. So then they go back to a soft shell and Romo's like, you can't sit in a soft shell against this guy. It's like, the point is you, there's you nothing you can shit. fucking do with it. <laughs> right. Can't do shit with the dude. Hey, it's okay. I'm I want to ask y'all like looking at, when he you you knew he could have a ball at the end of the game, right? Is he the like was that the last person on the planet that's ever played football you'd want to have a ball in that situation? Like who would y'all prefer ever to have the ball in that situation that's not Mahomes? Like it seems like that motherfucker's just gonna get it done, G. Yeah, it's 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 for sure Mahomes. And there's a certain there's a play we can point to that that fourth and one that they converted when, yeah. when they lined up Mahomes and shocking out. And I hate Fourth and shorts when you put a guy in shotgun. We're just children of the eighties, dog. We're yeah, never we gonna like it. it. His hands, We're never gonna like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, but it, and it was a great call because you know it was it was it was it was a bootleg where where he was chasing Kelsey. So you know if the defense committed to Kelsey, mm-hmm. you know he was gonna get the first. Or so if they committed to him, he's gonna dump it off to Kelsey. Great fucking play, play call by, by by Reed right there. Right, Brady can't do that, bro. Mm-hmm. You cannot call that play for Brady. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He does not have the wheels like that. So yeah. it's Mahomes, dog. He like he's he's just flat out the like I said, the most talented quarterback we've ever seen. No question. I think the 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 difference between him and Brady on his mobility is um Tony Romo in his limp dick way referenced it several times. Like he it, it's like Brady was gonna go back and you knew where he was. So when they play the Giants, people talk about Eli Manning, but that was the Giants defensive line. Well, you have a defensive line that can get home with four dudes, you know where he's gonna be. Bosa, you know, fuck Nick Bosa off the football field. He played, I thought, almost a perfect game tonight. And that's so hard to do to rush a dude and still keep contain and just understand that like forcing incompletions on that dude is a sack. And that's mm-hmm. like all you're gonna get. You might get one or two shots at him, and he took his shots when he had him. Like, that's what he forces you to do. Tom Brady didn't force Michael Strahan to do that. Michael Strahan is just coming around the corner and going to Brady. If he rolls out, it's going to take him an hour and a half to finish the rollout and get the ball downfield. So, that yeah, I, I agree with you, Tyler. Like, I would not put Mahomes over Brady 
why he still has less than half as many Super Bowls as him. But in terms of me as a football fan, I would rather probably even see a Tom Brady than a Pat Mahomes, if I'm being honest with you. Yes. Being you've seen what you've seen, does he have to win as many Super Bowls? Being we've seen he's changed up, he doesn't have to. When I'm mad at him, he does. Offense. Fucking, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, as far and as. His, the, and, his, yeah. and his bitch ass brother. Yeah. Oh, his brother's a bitch. We already know that. We ain't got to, you know, debate that, but go ahead. I mean, only only to the to the dumb motherfuckers on 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 Twitter who are still pushing back on the notion right now. Well, last time I checked, seven is more than three. Of course, it is, motherfucker. Uh, I don't think Mahomes needs to get seven or, or needs to get eight to, to be you know in mm-hmm. the goat discussion. For one, I think he's already in the goat discussion, mm-hmm. right? I don't think he needs to get seven or eight to be the goat. But I mean, just to to be on this trajectory at twenty eight years old, like the future is so so fucking bright. Well, he has a chance to do something that no, no other quarterback did next year. And you can almost guarantee they'll have a at least as good a roster as they had this year. But he has a chance to be the first to ever three peat next year, which is one of those things that like if he if he gets his fourth next year at twenty nine and he's got a three peat, like yeah, yeah. it's it's it, I, I it's time to have that conversation at that point. You know, I think Brady beat, is, I think Brady beating him is part of the conversation too. For it's sure. like they did play, and, and I, he was I know, old I know, as hell too. You know, yeah. what I mean? and I know Pat was yeah. young, but Brady was old as fuck, like you said. So. Yeah. I mean, but 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 then we go to like, bro, Eli beat that man twice in the Super Bowl. Right. Nick Foles beat that man in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's that too. No, no doubt, so, no, no, yeah. no doubt. And I'm not like, it's, it's fuck Tom Brady forever, bro. It's just unfortunately because I'm not really a like hate the dynasty guys. It's fuck Pat Mahomes for me tonight. That's all. <laughs> Pat Mahomes didn't even look like he just looked. He looked like his heart. Like after winning the Super Bowl, we saw Kelsey showing a bunch of emotion. Right. Pat Mahomes like this is what I'm supposed to do. That's Did you what, hear when they interviewed him? The he first time he got up there, he got up there and said, "We ain't never underdogs." And, right, and you yeah, got right, right, right. right. Like, that's like, yeah. Thing. Whenever I see a line that, that that has Mahomes as an underdog, I'm like, okay, what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? So, but he said he gave the Week 12 win over the fucking Titans quote. He said, "We're gonna enjoy this one tonight," and then he stopped himself. He's like, "Wait, I'm not supposed to say this after a Super Bowl win." <laughs> right, he was like, right, "We'll right. enjoy it at the parade on Wednesday, and then we're gonna right. get right back to work." It's like. There's just some people who are psychopaths like that. And we talked about, I talked about as a football coach at Poly who won five D1 championships. And he told me after the last one with Juju and all them, he said, um, Mike, I didn't even experience happiness. I just felt the pressure on the back of my neck ease up for like 20 seconds. That's what he said. And he was like, and that's when I knew I needed to retire. Like, I can't be like that mm. with grandkids. Like, I need to get into therapy and fucking... <laughs> He just out. was happy. He wasn't sad. Like that's what we talked. We talked about that. Like I'm just happy. I'm not sad, but I'm not happy. Right. You feel me? It's crazy. And that's what I mean. It's literally you're talking. It's within 150 seconds of you didn't know the whole drive. If you fumble the ball, the game is over. You are losing in overtime. You have to score a, a touchdown or a field goal. He throws a touchdown. 150 seconds later, he's telling national TV. You know, we're going to enjoy this one tonight. And then, uh, you know, uh, we're going <laughs> to get right back to it. the bench, though? Like, it was crazy when they were showing the benches. You see the Chiefs bench, like, while the 49ers had the ball. And they were just like, if I get, you can see it was just like, I'm just waiting for an opportunity to fucking do something. You know what I mean? And then you look at the 49ers bench when Matt, Pat Mahomes had the ball and, like, niggas had the towel over. I mean, obviously you're nervous, but, like, it's like, we, let us pray. People you were praying me? to everybody. Like, People were praying to everybody. Right, right. They were playing all, to Zoroastrian gods on the sideline, bro. 
all Hindu gods, you know what I'm saying? We everybody, everybody hop in, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Avengers of fucking gods. We praying to everybody, nigga. You know what I'm saying? And dog, like Hermes, wasn't enough because the nigga you was praying to was playing quarterback on the other fucking. <laughs> That's the god, nigga. You feel what I'm saying? Like shit, crazy. Uh, I have a question for y'all. Does anyone in America get paid more to do a job they're worse at than Tony Romo? I enjoy Romo, man. What? I, I, I enjoy, I don't know if he's particularly good. He's the worst, bro. I enjoy him, dog. Listen, listen, I enjoy people who have fun with what they do, and Romo for sure has fun. You know what I'm saying? That's what I enjoy about the shit. I'll give you that he's having fun, dog. I just like, it's just like talking to my grandma at the, it's just, it's just he's just like wandering all over the place. You're just like, Tony, what are we talking about like, right now, dog? Yeah. I, th- I feel like he overcorrected because I, you remember when he first got in the booth, he got so much criticism. They're like, bro, you are telling us what plays are about to happen. You're spoiling the experience for us because, you know, you, yeah. you've got the quarterback mind. You see the sh- you see the field better than, you know, 99.99% of the people on the planet. Right. Do. Like, can you please ease up off that? And I feel like he's overcorrected and not been as, you know, technical and trying to be a bit hokey with it. But, yeah, I, but I, like I said, I, I enjoy people who have fun with what they do. And Romo has fun. I, I also like that in sports broadcasters. I think the connection with him and Nance is like inexplicably horrible. I just, I don't get it. They trip over each other all the time. Nance will set him up for something and then Romo will just start talking about something completely different. And it's like, this is like low level shit, guys. You know what I mean? If he says this team commits a lot of penalties, you're not supposed to start talking about their fucking wide receivers coach. You know what I mean? Like he's trying to get you to talk about how it's hard to not commit penalties in a big stage or whatever. Like, I don't know. All right. You got nothing Wasn't, with Romo. I mean, Fine. Like when Romo first started, he was solid though, right? No, I hated him the whole fucking time. From bro. jump? Because I remember people talk about how good he was initially people like, when, I was, when I was still I, watching football. I, 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 like the criticism was legit. He's too good at this. He's that's what I the, thought the, it was. Yeah, I thought he was like, oh yeah, I thought he, he was. He just makes all these noises, bro. Like he's just bro, like he, he was oh, singing along to Adele and shit tonight. <laughs> yeah, and he just like he just like, he squeaks all the time and shit. You're like, bro, what do we do with Tony? Hit the cough button, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what y'all think of the halftime show? Did that live up to your expectations? Um. I'll say the one criticism I have, and it's not even really a criticism. It's it's not an indictment on Usher. It's more of a testimony to how deep his catalog is, is all the songs were like too short for me, bro. Like mm-hmm. soon as I was like jamming, he was on to the next one. And then I was like, ah, why he switched it? But hold up, this is my shit too. But then right, right they're like, ah, why is it? Oh, well, but this is my shit too. Like that was the whole pattern, right? It was, it, it, it made me feel like, yo, I need to see this motherfucker in concert. Like that was the biggest takeaway that I have from that. Yeah, Rather was talking about, I need to go see him in concert for sure. I feel like the ones he, like the, the songs he played were the bigger songs, right? But his biggest songs are not my favorite songs. So the ones where I was like, oh, this, this is my motherfucking shit. Oh, he, he played one for the homies, for the niggas, you know what I'm saying? And that was the ones he cut short. You know what I mean? The album cuts or whatever that I really fuck with. Yeah. But I mean, I think it was great. It was hella Atlanta. Niggas I know from Atlanta loved it. You feel me? Um, so good for him. Good, good for, I mean, I'm happy he got the opportunity to do it. But like, yeah, man, I, I feel like it wasn't necessarily for the me's. It was for the masses. And that's that's cool. Yeah. I get it. It's a Super Bowl. It's not, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so that's how I feel about it. All right. Took his shirt off, though. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I didn't a, watch it. a fan it. of Handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Love to see it. How many abs, how many ab, how many abs did he have? Well, I say five and a half. You know what I mean? 
five. And it's pretty good. Like about four, about four. We have four and a half. I was gonna say yeah. four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Runner. All right. Oh, yeah, so yeah, the roller, the roller skating thing was insanely. That, I, I think he did. As that someone for who like, can't roller yeah. skate and can't ice skate, that shit is crazy. That he's yeah. able to dance and sing while on roller skates. Wait, and what he, did you just he, say? Oh, hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. He. You didn't watch no, him. No, 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 no. What did you just say about you? I. I'm like terrible at roller skating and ice skating. Really. I'm a really good skier, and I'm horrible at roller skating and ice skating. I have no shame, and I'm horrible. I, I, don't think, I need yeah. people to like drag me around the fucking ice. Oh wow! I, I can't ice skate at all. I can I can roller I can I can roller skate though, but not good. You I'm can't not, roller skate with the two by twos, Jackson. I mean, I, I can do oh, it. Okay. I'm not saying that I can't. Oh, what do you mean do two it? by I'm twos? Just, like not the not the not the roller line versus the. I was, oh, about okay, to, I, was, I was about to call him what my dad used to call him, which which is not a. <laughs> appropriate term. I'm, okay. I'm just terrible. We're not lying. Like, I'm not saying I can't get on the thing. I'm just. I was about to I'm call bored. him Fruit yeah, Boots, yeah. but yeah, like uh, you're not talking about. <laughs> no. the, you're not talking about said that. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what all the gay dudes in Long Beach called. Because like in the '90s, it was like a big deal. Like all the gay dudes was. Oh, yeah, were, rollerblades roller blades were scaring. Rollerblades scared the shit out of old people when they when they were bo- yeah. started booming in the '90s. <laughs> really? I remember like <laughs> all the kids. Why, my, my mom didn't let me get them, but like yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess she was oh, trying to protect you. She me. was trying to protect your she, eternal wait, wait. soul. That's why she she didn't she <laughs> she didn't let me get them. And then I got a pair like in eighth grade, right? Yeah, I like begged. I was like, I don't want a pair of these motherfuckers. Went down a hill once, scraped up my nipple. The shit is still <laughs> scraped. Have a scar on my, on my on my like my right like right here. You know what I mean? It's still there, bro. Never put them on again, G. Never put him on again, bro. Jackson, I don't know if it's because you're skinny or because you just seem sort of like generally athletic. It, it's very much surprised me. And I don't know how you can be good at skiing, but not at uh, ice skating. I agree. I agree. Okay. I don't know how I'm good at skiing and I'm bad at ice skating, okay. but I am. I think skiing will be true, easier. Two, I'm not, I'm two not true things about it, about me. I'm good at skiing and I'm bad at ice skating. Well, the thing about so skiing is that you have, uh, you don't have as much control. Ice skating is like if you can balance, you can stand there as long as you want. But skiing is like you're moving and you don't fully have control of that. As a, as a kid, when I lived in Colorado for a few years, we, we went we went to to Vail, and I would like they would teach you how to ski without the poles because you're a kid. You know, you that's the first thing they taught. Pizza slice, I baby. That, I, they told I you hit that, that pizza I, slice to break. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't hit that. Though. I turned the motherfucker to the side. I wanted to throw that motherfucker what? like a video game. Yeah, that was a kid. I mean, as a kid, you know, I picked up on that really quick. I could never pick up on ice skating. So I think okay. it just depends on what your how you it's, know your balance. Uh, yeah. It's a, probably a personal to whatever how your your brain moves or like your personal balance because the balance is very different. And it was yeah. skiing was easy to me. Yeah, yeah. Snowboarding is difficult. That's a difficult balance to me though. Yeah. But I tried it as an old as an old rather than a young. So uh, it would it would I so I missed out on the halftime show, but uh, I did hear uh, Beyonce announce the album. I think Jackson and Biko were talking about it before we all hopped onto. But what what She's doing a country album or what's happening? Yes, the the signs were always there. Um, when Renaissance dropped, drop, like the official title was Renaissance Act One. And everyone was like, okay, what the fuck is Act Two going to be? And the answer there, it's going to be a country album. And the signs were always there because when Renaissance dropped, right, she had that horse, if y'all remember. Yeah. And the horse was in like a disco ball getup, right? It was disco ball finished, right? And we were like, Okay, what the hell does and, and the whole theme of Renaissance was she was reviving dance music, di- disco music, house music, et cetera, right? Like that was the theme. You're like, what the fuck does a horse have to do with, you know, black party music? But we see now, because act two is going to be country. And and we saw the signs because she wore the damn country hat, um, you know, to the Grammys. Uh Solange just dropped a heater of a picture of her wearing a country hat, like, you Ooh. know, this weekend. Yeah, baddie time. 
And um and yeah, and, and so we finally got some answers to the years old question of what the fuck the other acts are gonna be, and it's gonna be a country album. So very much looking forward to that. I, I have a lot of um friends from Long Beach and Compton who are black women who love country who, they don't love country music, but they love like square dancing or line dancing. Like there's like, a bar like that vibes, they, yeah, that they'll, they'll, like they'll vibes. go to. Well, and there's a there's a there's a place I think in Orange County that will do like a like a black ladies' night too. You know what I mean? So I know I'm very happy for those people. I'll be cu- super curious to hear what a Beyonce country album sounds like. Hey, that, that is a woman from Houston, Texas. You know that shit is in her dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, like this is not a fucking you know some shit she doing just to do it. I'm sure this shit is ingrained in her. It's what she grew up in. Yeah. But um, but but while we here, yo, I want to give props to Tierra Whack because I feel like we've discussed before how how big of fans we are. And Tierra Whack kind of had this premise a few years ago. And it was one of my favorite, um, you know projects of of the year where she dropped like these these three ep series where she dropped rap pop and r&b and it was just like three songs each ep of course the the titles are self-explanatory of what the types of music she was doing there and they're really fucking good and my favorite song on there was actually a country song on the pop album called dolly where it's just her and a guitar and it is fucking beautiful so if y'all are hip to tiara whack go check tiara whack out man she is a fucking talent like like I i feel like a conversation that always pops up is Missy, man, she was so singular. She was incredible, which is absolutely true. And they're like, mm-hmm. we need a new Missy, bro. Tierra Whack is like a branch off that tree. She is a talented young lady. So shout bro, out to her. She made an album that was like, was it, it was an EP that was like, was it 15 minutes? It was just minute songs. Like Whack that. World. And, it, and that dude, and she made the music video to associate with each yeah. song. Just a, a creative genius to me, bro. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, I'm a big fan of hers for sure. Uh, she's got a new album dropping in March too. Looking forward to that as well. So, and she's funny as hell on those on Instagram. I love yeah, her. she is she hilarious. Nigga, legit funny. She's talented in so many ways. Uh, do y'all have any uh, commercials that evoked a reaction out of you? Jesus had a lot of commercials today. Jesus, Jesus got 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 that bag. That motherfucker was dropping <laughs> Super Bowl. You got Super Bowl ad money, Jesus. Jesus need to break the people off, dog. The fuck. But yeah, it's bro, like. Super Bowl commercials, I don't want to be an old fuddy-duddy, but it's like, they just ain't got it no they more. They don't hit dog. no more, bro. Right? Like, like I remember when we were kids and we were watching the Super Bowl commercials, like, there was going to be something there that shifted the fucking culture. Like, shit, Jackson's fucking um, introduction. That was, yeah. That's a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we all went to school like, like I can't wait to go say wada with the <laughs> Right? Right? <laughs> and we just haven't had those moments lately, man. I mean, it's it's kind of funny because, like, it's like corporations ruin everything, right? So it's like they have the rollout to the commercials and all this other stuff. But then I have to take a step back and be like, corporations ruined Budweiser Super Bowl commercials. Like I don't like it was always corporations, but they were at least I feel like funny, and we didn't have to have a rollout or like go to YouTube and watch the rest of Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> making jokes about his that's accent. my least favorite part of it the go to go to youtube to watch the rest it's like that's not that's not it's not what this is man. that's not what this is yeah what do you mean go to youtube we're watching the, the super bowl i got I to answer like the question industries of, in general just aren't as good anymore and that maybe it's me really being old at this point you know what i mean but like creative industries it just seems like like the movies like private music, equity has sucked all the money out of everything and made bro, it impossible to work there my my homegirl works in that space she was saying like Bro, she said one one campaign has gone out since 2020. And this is a big company, I can tell you all when we get off camera. You know what I'm saying? But like, she's like, bro, the budgets are trash. Everybody wants to make shit for social. Right. That's all they give a fuck about. You know what I mean? It's just not, shit ain't the same, bro. You don't like, 
people are coming up with good ideas, but people don't want to put money towards it. And even in yeah. the Super Bowl, it just feels like you're just throwing. It's, you could you could see the math in it. You know what I'm saying? Like you just this is a big person. This is a big person. This is a big person. Christopher Walken and Usher. Like what felt like it yeah. could actually be a funny premise with Christopher Walken of everyone doing their and Christopher Walken impression. And then they just me. throw Usher at the end. Of it. The the messy one. I'm just like. Not funny to me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, they, I think they were trying, but it's just like, bro, you spent, you didn't spend money on writers. You spent money on the people. You know what I mean? And it just doesn't yeah. hit. Like, even yeah. for people my age, like, I have lots of people I know who were like, we, we not recently, but years, years ago, were like, what's Doritos going to do this year? What's the Doritos <laughs> ad going to be? This year? Right. I wonder what it's going to be. Cause they're, they gave you the weirdest fucking ads. Right. And I was like, Maybe they're good, maybe they're shitty, but they're definitely weird and they're definitely like interesting. Yeah. And now I'm like, I just don't care anymore. We need to move into a post-ironic age, you know? Like we need to like stop being so self-aware and just do like funny frogs making stupid faces and <laughs> shit. Like we you know, like we need the Kia hamsters back instead of the meta Kia hamsters that we've been part living of the, with yeah. for two decades. Part of the reason she was saying, like, you know, like there's best practices and best practices leans towards a particular group. Like Gen Z, like everybody's trying to like, they're scared of losing Gen Z, you know what I mean? And the way they're creating content is just all numbers. And it's just not it, bro. Just not it. Feel me like. So. Bring back the mom and pop Super Bowl commercials of our youth, goddammit. <laughs> I feel like this is one time we got to tip our hats to Gen X and the boomers, bro. They were way weaner with the pen in those um, ad writing rooms than, so, than, than us. So. All sure. that cocaine they were doing off each other's butts was fucking <laughs> making magic, man, in the boardroom. Drug uh, will fuck, yeah. Drugs will fuck up a lot of things, but not creativity, brother. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, I did get to answer to... <laughs> I did get asked a question by my dad, what's Scientology today, which was great. <laughs> love that love having that conversation during had the a Super hell of an evening <laughs> jesus christ yeah that's there's a lot going on there <laughs> throwing right. chairs you know what i mean yeah I scientology questions wow. i should add i i tipped the chair over i didn't throw it I tipped, okay we have, we have the bar important chairs. important we have the important. bar chairs behind the couch i was walking out of the room and i tipped the chair over you know what i mean i didn't like oh you, so you, you want to go get some air you had to walk out of the room and like i got yeah it. Yeah. Okay. You just got your issue on the way out. You know what I mean? Had to let people know you were there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> What's the dumbest shit you ever did? Like that you guys have ever done? Like, like, do you, have you had moments like and that? And I was like, I'm tweaking. Where you were like, I'm, I need to, I need to like chill the fuck out right now because this is a sporting event. I'm not playing it. Dog, I, I, I forget what game it was, but I remember. There was it was probably just a regular as regular season football game. And I this was the first flat screen I bought, too. Right. Like this is like 2007, 2008 or some shit. Yeah. And I re and I remember just pointing hard as shit <laughs> at the wide receiver at the wide receiver that the quarterback missed on my flat screen. And I fucked up the pixels in there. And there was just always like this permanent purple, like little blotch on my shit. And the way that it worked is that shit aligned in a perfect way where it was always on Alex Trebek's forehead. Oh. And I watched Jeopardy, bro. Like right in the middle of this motherfucker's forehead was a purple blotch reminding me of how much of a fucking idiot I was to, to fucking point at my flat screen because I was pissed that a quarterback missed a wide open. You gave Alex Trebek the scarlet letter, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I am wearing the symbol of your economy. Had <laughs> yeah. that man looking like it was Ash Wednesday every day. Bro. Like, it was crazy. 
Uh, all right, let's close with our Jackson. Do you have you ever done? I can see you throwing something at a window when you were no. watching a Red Sox game. Well, when I most of the Red Sox stuff I did, I was like a kid, so yeah. mostly they involved tears. The the only things for me that I would like classify as more embarrassing is I don't I choose usually to not watch games that I'm really invested in, like like the Super Bowl or whatever, uh, in public. Uh, yeah, but yes, right. I feel like it's a reason. And let me, I, I just pause you there, like. It's insane to me that I still have people who are like, where are you watching the game at? I was like, in the house with yeah. the windows closed tough, and the doors right? locked. Are you out of your fucking fuck mind, bro? <laughs> and I feel like now as a as I've worked in sports for a long time now, I'm like not that I'm not that crazed of a sports fan anymore. But Celtics Heat game six last year, the one where Derek White had the the tip, uh, we were watching it out at a bar. I, I was kinda like, We're down three two, like whatever. Like I don't we're probably gonna You we're, thought we're, you were you were me at you, I thought I was in a You safe, were where I was place. at noon today. Like I was like, Mahomes, I'm good. we're not gonna I'm good. Get it doesn't right. even matter, right? And obviously that game was fucking insane. And so I was just freaking out and just kinda like bothering people in in the bar. I mean, that's what everyone was doing in the same bar. We're all watching the game. But that's kind of just like bothering people, I think. And Kim was like, yo, like we're in public. Right <laughs> Can you like relax a little bit? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you, do you not see the score? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, all right. <clears throat> Let's close on uh, Dookie Butt of the Week. Uh, who would like to go first? I'll go first. Um, my Dookie Butt is going to be Nurk, bro. That was going to oh, be mine. Oh, oh that's going to be yours too? It's, it's, and, and the reason being is that, you know, after the incident happened with him and Draymond, he gave us that classic, that brother needs help, right? That shit got memed. It was, it was a great moment in shit talking, right? Like, score one for the Nurkster right there. He, he got moment. his shit off against Draymond. But then after that game, after they lost, you know, he proved himself to be a sore loser. He's not cut for the shit talking. He was like, you know, I said he, I, was, I have jokingly said he needs help, but he really might need help. I was like, oh, come on, man. This ain't the way to go, bro. Like, I, I just didn't like the sore loser aspect of that shit. And Draymond lit his ass up <laughs> in, in his post game because, because that is, he is built for that shit, bro. He, that is what he, he is born in that shit talking shit. So, yeah, Nurk is, is, is my Dookie Butt of the Week because, you know, we thought he might have been a shit talker, but he's not cut for it. Dre's comments were insane. Dre's was like it was written, written by a comedy a writer. He had defender? like four different burns <laughs> in a three sentence thing. It was insane. I've yeah. never heard yeah. anybody like, bro, de- defensive nothing. You're a nothing defender. Like that was, <laughs> god damn, bro. bro. I'm gonna go with about my. I understand I'm biased in the position that I have, podcast, whatever. But I'm gonna start in my life. Just gonna be like, gotta be more careful. Got to be more yeah, careful. Got, got to be you, more you, careful. Have you not? Have you not seen that? And. You have, have you even watched that, or you just this is the first I have time you not. heard it? This is the first time you heard it? No. What is that from? It's just a saying. No, oh, it's okay. from a movie. It's got, got to be more careful. That's a movie, yeah, ain't it? Yeah. Was he referencing that? Yeah. He, was yeah, it a reference? He was reference. Yes, yeah, a reference. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Got to be more. Let me look it up. Got to be more. Don't y'all can go ahead and. Uh, but that was also my dookie butt of the week. I, I thought the, the basketball game itself was amazing. I heard Nurks, so, and I was covering a different game, so I didn't see it. Y'all were texting about how great the, the ending, obviously, was fucking nuts with oh Steph being Steph. But, like, I heard Nurks comments before I saw the game. And so I assumed mm. that Draymond did something. No. And he didn't do anything. He just dumped on him. No. He just like, I mean, he just he, put him in the rim. He like, played great, put him in the rim, and he did get a technical foul, but it was had nothing to do with Nurkic. He like absolutely got fouled by Devin Booker. They no call, and he was mad about the no call. That I mean, maybe he shouldn't have been so demonstrative, but like the tech had nothing to do with Nurk, and Nurk just kind of was being a big baby <laughs> after the game. 
was that not in a movie? I looked it up. And it took me to a It weird sounds like place. it could be, but I, I thought I, just, it was. The, look, I've just heard people say it with that. The delivery yeah. was perfect. I thought it was from a movie because we said it. I thought, I, that's the B movie. I thought, I, I swear to God, I've seen that in a fucking movie, bro. Any, anytime, anytime a moment like this happens on a podcast and I've been on the other end of it, there's 15,000 people in their cars right now going, it's blank. Right, it's right, from right, whatever. Right, I can't right, believe right, you don't right, remember. Right, like, right, right. <laughs> rush hour six. Be, like, God right, damn. Right, right. Like, <laughs> that's the B movie character. Yeah, but like, that's a, yeah. That that was a great exclamation point on the yeah. the end of the nice little you know burn session. I clutched but, my uh, pearls like uh, Chels did when when you brought up you know, we said Travis Kelsey was handsome. When he said that, I just I was like, oh, <laughs> that's so good. And then flexion so good the way he looked down and shook his head. You know what I mean? Uh, John, who is your Dookie butt of the week? Me, brother. I um. I sparred with a professional fighter. What? Um, yesterday, bro. Yeah, like got in the ring with him. I remember. Remember, I told y'all like I was. I used to like train with this UFC fighter. Not UFC. He was an MMA fighter, but he wasn't in the UFC. He trained yeah. one under that. But um, anyway, um, and he would tell me to stop blinking during defensive drills, right? And I was like, I, I was like, that's crazy. Wow, y'all don't believe. But I was thinking also, I always kind of thought that was cap. Like it's, it was, I thought it was impossible, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm yeah. like, I'm like fainting, and he's not. Obviously, not biting on anything. And the niggas, he, he had an Air Max on. He wasn't trying to beat my ass up. He wasn't like he was really fighting for real like that. But he was, he was, he was, he was landing some shit. Though. I'm like, all right, brother. <laughs> I'm not a pro, dog. You feel me? <laughs> but the nigga didn't blink. I would throw full punches and he wouldn't blink. It was horrifying. Like, he's That's sitting here like this in his guard and his eyes, I'm, throwing, I'm like throwing jabs and he's just moving out of the way and he's not blinking. And like, he's throwing shit and I'm like... <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm like, God damn! I'm, I'm jumping at everything. He he'll do his head. I'm just like, I'm you know, I'm nervous as fuck at that motherfucker with his ass. And I'm like, yo, it is absolutely insane what you have to be to be good on that level. He he fought Arrow Spence before, but it's so insane what you have to be to be good in that sport. And like, bro, I had no business being in the ring with that motherfucker. So he could have killed me probably in that motherfucker. But thank God I'm here with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hopping back in with him Saturday though. <laughs> hopefully, I'm, hopefully I see y'all Sunday. But yeah, we'll see, bro. I don't know, man. It was insane to see, bro. Golly. All right, my dookie butt of the week is the Swiss Family Robinson. Are y'all familiar with the Swiss Family Robinson? That's like you know, I'm thinking a motherfucker. I've heard, but I'm not. not it's like I'm, a familiar, but not. It's like a children's yeah. adventure novel, but it's like a classic, like. You know, is it pick you on a choose your own adventure type shit? Was it that? No, it's, it's 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 a family who they get shipwrecked and then they like. Oh, they, they are some Robinson Crusoe type shit. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they so okay. they end up on an island and they're you know so they're like living by themselves. But uh, you know, I, I realize this is a little too late. The novel is like a hundred years old or some shit. But like, I would like to cancel the Swiss Family Robinson because I read this book. I do a book club with my kids. Uh, this oh. Maya, Maya loves the, to pick a book out. She reads it. She gives it to me. I read it. And then we sit outside and eat cookies and talk about it. And she she likes adventure books, so she's that's what we've been on. So she had me read this book, and it's just like crazy because the world has progressed so much, even in our lifetimes, on its view on everything. And I would just add, I'm not one of those people who like needs novels from 1920 to adhere to the morals For of sure. today, like. I understand. <laughs> You're cool with Bob Dylan saying nigga. You know what I 
I'm just <laughs> it was a different time. Go ahead, though. I'm not expecting like F. Scott Fitzgerald to see the world the way I see the world, right? For sure, for sure. Um, but, but this book, I like couldn't get through it. They literally don't name the wife. She's just the the main the the book is narrated by the dad slash husband, and he just refers to her as my wife for the whole book. <laughs> my wife, the wrong type of wife guy, right? There. Right. They got three yeah, kids. The kids that. are all named as like Fritz and you know and Jack and all this other shit. But like the shit that they would do was like they were going on all these adventures. And <laughs> she literally just had to like stay in the treehouse and clean and shit. <laughs> What well, you could tell it was written by a man that did not like women, just in general. She had like four boys who like were being raised to feel the same. You know what I mean? Right, right. But right. of course, there's like no one to would your blink daughter. At that. You know, yeah, what I mean? like no, right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But so like you know, no one would blink it at the time or whatever. But at one point, there's a boa constrictor. It's like a thirty foot snake outside their cave. So the boys go out after it eats their donkey. They go out and they kill it, right? And then the dad goes. Oh, well, we don't know what else could be on the island. We better go in search of whatever else is out there. And he takes all three of their sons and leaves his wife in the cave for, quote, weeks is what they said. <laughs> begging for begging for another 20 football to pull up water. No, that's nasty work, G. I'm like. You, the last snake you saw was at your cave. <laughs> you were just like, my wife, you got this one. Like, we're going to go looking for some. That's wild as fuck. Anyway, fuck the Swiss Family Robinson, man. Get your shit together. You know, women are people, too. They want to go on adventures. They don't just want to sweep the treehouse and fucking. He was like, we found some rocks we could use as, as windows. I knew my wife would be happy to put some windows on the cave. That's what she probably was happy when that nigga left. <laughs> she probably enjoyed herself them two weeks. Like, don't come back, please. I, I I Googled this this book because that's yeah. that's and I the Wikipedia says that it was written by Swiss writer uh Johann David Weiss, edited by his son, illustrated by his other son. <laughs> And the novel was intended to teach his four sons about family values. <laughs> what, when was it published? Oh, yeah. What year was it published? Uh, 1812. Oh, oh wow. So it's even... Sheesh. The book is old. <laughs> so at the time, it was probably worth it. At the time, it was probably very progressive that they didn't very, immediately very kill and eat their, well, the, the mom, right, right, I guess. Right. Yeah. Did you yeah. find it in a library? Uh, she, they have these, um, uh, like kids chapter book versions of classics called classic starts in her class. So she can go mm -hmm. and check them out. And so that's, that's where we got it. She went and checked it out. So it's a bridge. It's like a 160 page version of the book or something like that. Mm. So, but I like it. And then they come with discussion questions at the back so I can ask her questions. And then I'm going to talk to her about like, it's just interesting now because kids, it's like, they're just obviously it's so like, if I try to tell Maya, like, you know, you could be anything you want to be. She's like. Yeah, like what the like obviously like no, what are you talking? About? <laughs> right, right. But I'm curious to see like what did you think of the way the writer you know because she doesn't think about like writers and decisions and stuff obviously you know what I mean. But I'm curious for her thoughts as an eight year old second grader. <laughs> did you feel that the female only female character in this book had an interior life, Maya? Oh wow. <laughs> Anyway, Swiss Family Robinson is canceled. Uh, fuck the Chiefs. And uh, 
we'll see y'all uh when do we what's the jackson what's the next time the podcast is on thursday thursday we'll see y'all on thursday (laughs) bye bye Bye. the volume getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.